Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Luke. And this is The Parent Diaries. We're an English guy and an Irish girl that fell in love, got married, and now we're ready to start a family. This podcast is our honest account of becoming first-time parents as we navigate the slightly terrifying but equally exciting journey to parenthood. It will cover everything from fertility and trying to conceive right through to the baby arriving. Now, we're not celebrities, we're not doctors, we're not midwives, and so far we've collectively held a baby about three times. But we're going on this journey no matter what, so you may as well come along for the ride. Welcome to another episode of The Parent Diaries. Oh, I like that. That was very good. That wasn't rehearsed. (laughs) Yeah. He kind of looked dead at me and I was like, he wants me to say You just knew what to say. Um, We're on episode eight now and we're going to be talking about, what are we going to be talking about, Kate? How and when to tell people you're pregnant and also um, the recent 16 week uh, check-in I had with the midwife. Yes. For the eagle-eyed listeners out there. Eagle-eyed, that that makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. For the bat-eared listeners out there (laughs) that realise that Kate is 16 weeks now and she was only... I'm actually more than that. So how pregnant are you? Right now I'm 17 weeks and uh, four days. Exactly. And I know the last episode we recorded, you were only 13 weeks. So we've come on another four weeks since then. So that is our fault because there's been a lot going on. It is April and we are coming out of lockdown, as you are probably well aware. Or if you're listening to this in the future, probably reminiscing about that time when we were coming out of lockdown (laughs) for the final time, hopefully. Please, 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 please. Yep, I have my haircut booked in next week, as do you. That's going to be fun. It feels a bit like Christmas. Kind of, kind of, yeah. Summer is around the corner. It's all happening. So yeah, we've neglected the podcast a little bit. So that was our our fault. But Mm -hmm. Kate is obviously a little bit further along, which just means there's more to talk about, which Mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about... The 16 week midwife appointment. Do you don't want to ask me how I am. I, yeah, okay, how are you? <laughs> you normally do. I do, I do. I was sorry. just reminding you. I'm sorry. How That's are fine. you? I'm feeling really good. Actually, since we did the last podcast, I'd say whatever normal was before, I feel it. And the only thing that half reminds me I'm pregnant is I still have quite sore boobs, but that's pretty much it. Like everything else, like energy, back. Don't have the same levels of fatigue. Get quite tired by the end of the day, but that's it. And we should also say, because this is a podcast and you can't actually see Kate's physical condition. um, Condition. (laughs) You're not actually showing yet. No, weirdly. Which you did get very annoyed of the other day. I know, yeah. I think it's because I'm tall and I'm a first-time mum. Everyone's different, I think. Yeah. I was was bump-shamed the other day. Tell us about it. So, I think I've mentioned previously, there's this app called Peanut, which is basically like a community for women. Tinder for pregnant people, basically. Basically, at whatever stage of their kind of motherhood journey they're at. And I'm in a group. Uh, with other mums-to-be who are having babies this September. And there was a post up where people were like, share your bump picture, which in hindsight, I, d- I shouldn't have bothered. I don't you, know why I did. You didn't have a bump. And, I and you just <laughs> shared really, your I washboard abs. No, I don't have washboard <laughs> abs. I have like, I thought I had like a little bit of the beginning of a bump. But the other the other symptom I definitely have is I'm more sensitive. And I'm a sensitive cell at the best of times, but hormones running wild. I'm more sensitive than ever. Anyway, what I felt, I was one amongst maybe 20 or so women who posted a picture. And this lady who had been the original poster was like responding to each person's. And literally every single one was like, 
you look amazing. What a cute little bump. What a healthy bump you have, blah, blah, blah. And she got to mine and she just goes, hopefully you'll show soon. Like, I was like, cheers. Um, There'll be yeah. a bump soon. Don't oh, yeah. worry. I was like, thanks a lot. It was quite funny, actually. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. So you went to the 16-week appointment. Yeah. Um, I wasn't allowed to go. Nope. So this was a solo trip for you. Yeah. Luckily, the um, health centre is just, or the GP centre is just around the corner. It's so handy. Really, it's really literally easy. It's one of the reasons I wouldn't, at this stage at least, considered changing the hospital where having the baby in just because the local community care where you see your midwives for these sorts of checkups is so convenient in terms of location. And yeah, met, met my midwife. I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be longer and I thought it'd be slightly more informative. Is there a place people can get like midwife reviews or like reviews, reviews? of... Like reviews and stuff of Not like really. like the the community service and stuff like you know whatever trust you're with or whatever have there's, you found there's information out there but it tends to be quite dated it's like whatever most recent review had been done and in most cases it could be like a couple of years old I don't think you're getting a very current picture of how things are to be honest what a good source of information for me has again been peanuts so women who are having babies in my local area there's a group on there and people talk about the different hospitals and then the care that you get and their experience and their and their individual experience which can vary like Mm. wildly depending upon the person but to be honest of the three hospitals i know i could give birth in they all are kind of similar and as i was saying the reason we stuck with the one we're with currently it's closest to us we're figuring you know if i need who knows what my birth plan is going to be but if i do end up having to go to hospital it's 15 or so minutes away and the local community center where i see my midwife or community midwife team is five ten minute walk so it's really handy anyway went in first thing i had to do was give like a urine sample so she did like a test there and then i think they're testing for protein and sugar or whatever leukocytes and nitrates and all these different things um she took my blood pressure she kind of asked me generally how i've been she didn't spend a lot of time but i guess if i'd had questions um about it we'd have spent quite a lot of time talking about um, my booking bloods test result. She just basically said all of them had come back fine. So that was that. And then probably the most exciting thing in the whole appointment is she listened to the baby's heartbeat. Um, How do they do that? It basically looks a bit like a stethoscope. Well, that's what the... And then it's connected to a monitor called a Doppler. They say women shouldn't... So you can get Dopplers easily, like on Amazon and wherever else. But they say you shouldn't. But don't. You shouldn't. And that, that's quite strong advice because for some women who are getting these Dopplers, they're doing it to reassure themselves that their babies are okay. Probably doing more harm than good though. Uh, is that right? Well, it doesn't actually harm your baby. But what it can do is if you're not able to find the baby's heartbeat or if you mistake the placenta, the placenta is like pumping blood. So you can actually pick up yeah. the placenta beating. It can just confuse. And, and actually, if you struggle to find the baby's heartbeat, particularly if it's early on, then that can create more anxiety than it does lessen it. So you need a trained person. You do. You need your midwife to do it. But anyway, I wasn't sure if she was going to do it in this appointment, but she did, thankfully. Um, She was really good. She found it very, very fast. Very, very low. Like the uterus at this stage anyway is very, very low in your stomach, kind of like pant line still. And she found it. And actually, I'll share a little bit of the recording, seeing as we are talking about it. It was quite cool. I asked her if she'd be happy for me to record it. And she said she was. So here it is. That's baby C's heartbeat. It's pretty mad. Yeah. It, and it was really, really cool, actually, that she was A, able to find it, B, 
I was able to record how, it. How many beats per minute is it? 150. So like normally... 100, we're, between 120 and 170 at this point. That's considered a normal range. And you think normally like adult humans is like 60 to 80 uh, or any anything like under yeah. 100 is at rest. God, it's being pretty fast, but that's normal. That's normal, yeah. yeah. Completely normal. As I say, anything between 120 and 170. There's old wives' tales about how fast a baby's heart beats at this stage in pregnancy and if it's above they say if it's above 145 it's, I can't remember what, what it is One of, if it's above 145 it's either a boy or a girl and if it's under it's based on these old wives tales this baby baby see has changed gender about five that, times that's like total bullshit there's no scientific certainty around that so that that was the 16 week check and it was good kind of uneventful but actually you kind of want it to be to be honest you don't want there to be any kind of real issues no you want it to yeah exactly I didn't have a whole load of questions either because touch wood so far I haven't had any quote unquote issues. The only other thing to mention is I I got a pregnancy pillow um, and I got what I thought was a pretty good one. And I think it probably is, but it's just for whatever reason, it actually gave me more pain than it did not sleeping with it. So I started getting like glute pain in my top left glute um, when I'd sleep with it between my knees. And I've since stopped sleeping with it between my knees and the pain is gone. So I don't really, I think it might have just been the position I was in. Maybe. I think we're going to do a, an episode. We'll talk a little bit more about like baby tech and all this, mm. like, I call it tech, but like, you know, baby essentials or pregnancy essentials and, yeah. you know, what's going to be good and what's not going to be good. You can do, you can give me your reviews, your five star reviews or <laughs> zero star reviews yeah. in this case. Yeah. We will name and shame. <laughs> yeah. What's and my give, view? Anyway? And give some recommendations, basically. Try a few things out. Okay. So we, we promised we were going to be talking about when best time, place, and people to tell that you are pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People, it should be easy, no? Which people you should tell? I would imagine it's going to be family first. Although you haven't, you haven't quite done no, that. No, <laughs> because it's been really, it's been an odd one. Again, another product I think of just living through the times we're in at the moment with COVID. So when we found out initially, we were always a little bit like we're going to wait till the twelve week point before we tell friends and family. That was mainly you, if I'm honest, because you were like, you know, that's just kind of a little bit of certainty when you wait till then uh, that things are at least headed in the right direction but obviously you can't see your family right now and I definitely can't see mine or at least we wouldn't have done at the 12 week scan so the longer it's kind of gone on the more we've kind of thought should we just wait to a point where we can see people in person to tell them because it's for both our parents the first grandchild that they'll have I kind of just want to say it to them in, in person it feels like one of those moments in life that you want to share that news with people rather than like I, I know virtual stuff like zoom and stuff has been great the past year but I'm done with that I don't know about other people so yeah we are telling our parents in person in a couple of weeks time so it'll be around the 20 week mark which is kind of good as well because again it's another milestone or, or that's or, quite late isn't it and, really and that late. is the thing you you've been going around in your mind about this being like oh it's it's really late yeah. and and you actually got quite upset about this because you wanted to do it a little sooner but then did, obviously yeah. we couldn't travel and yeah. all the rest of it so i suppose I don't, I don't think there is like a best time to say it. i mean yes if we weren't in the these covid times mm-hmm. i think the traditional or like the natural time for most people to do it would be after the 12 week scan just not, because you get a bit of peace of mind not necessarily though okay. not, well that's, a lot, that's a lot of from people, my perspective obviously yeah a lot of people do it earlier it will do it earlier because especially if they've had like experience of miscarriage and stuff in the past yeah and this is what i've heard from people who've gone through this they like telling people so that they understand. And this won't be the same for everyone, but at least those I've spoken to, 
I've said, if I at least tell my close friends and or family, then they'll be there and I can lean on them and get their support if they then are going through a bad experience. And I get mm. that. Equally, people may not want to share that with anyone and might would just it'll be really private grief they want to go through. I personally think the more people can be open about baby loss at whatever stage of a pregnancy, it happens the better because actually it happens to so many people. And I think the fact that it is a little bit stigmatised has been one of the reasons that I think it almost is worse when, when it happens to people because people are so kind of like heartbroken, but then it feels like it doesn't seem to be happening to anyone else, just them. So anyway. Um, yeah, so you need, I get what you mean. You yeah. need people to lean on and all yeah. the rest of it. Um, and you obviously have your partner, but actually yeah, sometimes but it's when you're both in pain that I actually... Know. You need your you support might, network exactly. and that comes yeah. from like family and friends yeah. and close friends. But... From what I've seen is normally when someone says they're pregnant, they usually show like a scan, no? Not always. No, most, always. most of the time it's like you get that 12-week scan and you're like, but I'm pregnant. I think quite a few people do wait till that stage. Yeah. Um, just again, I guess going back to our situations, you, you've told one person in work, I think. I have to tell my manager. See, this yeah. is the thing. I basically am very good at keeping secrets. You're a very private individual. I'm very private individual. Which would be, you'd be surprised given the, this podcast. Oh, shit. We're sharing a lot. Yeah, we are. Yeah. But I, yeah, I had to obviously tell my manager. Kate has told a few more people at work a just couple. because she's, yeah. she, I think she's replacing them with her family and she's no. trying. Okay, don't. Because <laughs> if my family ever listen to this, they'll be absolutely horrified. That is certainly not what That's why. not what I mean. I mean, they're, you're replacing that. I suppose that pent up kind of yeah. I need to tell people it you know, you're getting a release from doing it. It was practical. Doing it. A yeah. practical and then B, yes, you're probably right. There is a little bit of okay, I've kind of like let this out a little bit, even yeah. though the people I want to tell most in the world obviously haven't yet. Next week we are going down south to see my family and let them know the big news. And the week after that, we're actually going to see your family mm-hmm. in Ireland and yeah. letting them so know excited. as well. And yeah. I think in terms of who you want to let know, mm. I've, in my opinion, I think parents are probably the most important people because they want to know if, if they're going to be grandparents and all the rest of it. And then for me, it's siblings after that. And then it's close friends and then the wider network. I'm not on social media, but you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you'll do a post at Might some point something. after afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. We've got some really interesting ideas of how we're going to do the big reveal. We won't reveal that just yet. We're, so that'll be on the next episode alongside the 20-week scan yeah. as well. So that another pregnancy milestone. So join us for that, guys. It's going to be interesting. It is. See you guys then. Bye. Bye. So that's it for another episode of The Parent Diaries. Don't forget to subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it's out. Also, we'd love you to give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, as it helps others to find the show. Five-star reviews, greatly appreciated. If you'd like to get in touch with us or if you've any suggestions for the show, drop us an email at theparentdiariesuk at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram at theparentdiariesuk. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.